The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Recently, we received news from the president that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. President Biden is misleading the American people on inflation. It is true that energy went down, but other important items went up, like food. Over the previous month, food was up 12% on an annualized basis for the month of July. Electricity was up 19.2% on an annualized basis in July. Just to name a few items that went up in July besides food and power, new cars and trucks, medical care and shelter were all costing you more. Don't believe what Biden is saying to you about zero inflation. Look at your checkbook or your credit card statement. You must protect your family from the ravages of inflation. You need to find out if gold is right for you. Go to blackandwhites.us and on the homepage, click on the gold bar and get connected to our gold guru, Ira, at Advisors Metals. And ask Ira, is gold right for me? Moms across America, I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald, my co-host, Vicki Tonkins, and our very special guest, Bernadette Broyles. She is with childparentrights.org, and we're talking about Title IX, and we're going to get right into it. Now, what is Title IX? It was a landmark uh, law that was passed by Congress, and that's a big deal because they want to try to slip this in without congressional approval. Uh, a landmark law that bans sex discrimination in federally funded education and sports. And what is happening now? The Biden administration is intending to rewrite this law without congressional approval, resulting in sweeping policies regarding gender identity and sexual orientation in federal funded schools and sports. And what does that mean, Miss Vernadette? Please well, enlighten us. Thanks for having me back again, Kathleen and Vicki. This is such an important topic because as you know, Title IX was passed to ensure that girls and women would have an equal opportunity in all educational programs. And of course, sports is a big part of that. So what the Biden administration is attempting to do, as you said, you know it, is to go around Congress and to, and to affect a fundamental change in what is covered by this statute um, without, without consulting our elected representatives. So they're using the agency rulemaking mechanism to change the regulations that implement Title IX. And regulations, that, that affects the day-to-day -day implementation of, of federal law. And how they wanted to change the regs is to now expand Title IX beyond its reasonable uh, stretch to now cover sexual orientation and gender identity. This is far beyond um, protecting any particular child. And it is, it is actually mandating that, that all schools develop a policy that abide by the basic tenets of gender identity ideology throughout, throughout their educational program. So that's so if a child asserts a brand new, you know, uh, imagined identity, you have a little girl who imagines that she's a boy, she wants to be a boy, it will require that schools will immediately and unquestioningly affirm that imagined identity. That's, that's called social transitioning. When you change how a child is treated, the name that you use for that child, the pronouns that you use for that child, how you treat that child. And if you treat that child something other than the biological sex, you're not affirming a social identity that conflicts with biological reality. And we're essentially 
um, endorsing a propaganda, a, an, a, an indoctrination of children on a belief system that tells kids they can be born in the wrong body. That is, that is an unscientific, unproven, uh, metaphysical concept. And yet we're now requiring school officials to endorse this to young kids who are, in, who are impressionable. What is most disturbing about that is that this affirmation of children's imagined identities, there's no requirement that parents be consulted, notified, or their consent be given in order for school officials to be socially transitioning children. This is incredibly disturbing. So what are, I know because time is short, I wanna just go ahead and lay some things out for your audience. What are the consequences of that? Well, the obvious consequences for parental rights are, is there's no way you avoid violating parental rights because, when, because it's already happening. We are already seeing that school officials are doing this. You know, before we got on, we were talking a little bit about our cases. We have a case right now in Florida where parents, for the, the first time, a mother and a father, happen to be both Puerto Rican, Hispanic, like myself, the first time that they heard that a school counselor was meeting with their 12-year-old daughter and had been meeting weekly for some unknown stretch of time, the first they learned about it is when they were called to the school because their daughter was being taken away in an ambulance after she had attempted suicide at school. And she had become so distressed and so confused between what she was learning at home, what she was happening at school, and she was being bullied as a result of the school counselor uh, telling other children to treat her like a boy. And this, this catalyzed bullying. All of this so disturbed this girl, she attempted suicide and they're taking her off to a facility when the parents show up. These are the kinds of, and then, we're hearing from other parents very similar things. And what school officials are starting to say now is that, oh, we're required to do this. We're required by federal law. Now, the fact of the matter is that they're not. These are activist school officials that are presupposing what the Biden administration is going to be doing. They're, they're, they're seeing the trajectory and they're taking that position. But that's, that is without authority in law. Imagine what it's going to be like if these regulations actually take uh, come into effect. The other thing that we have to understand is what this will do to gender confused children themselves. Our children are vulnerable right now to many different ideologies that are that are born through the internet and through social contagion. It's a very difficult time to to um, to grow up. Social media, the iPhone, this thing right here. I tell you what, it is creating a, a dangerous mental health environment for our children. And many children are being pulled into this ideology. So what happens though, is that when you socially transition the child, very, very likely they move on to chemical and surgical alterations of their body. We're not talking about adults who are full grown. When you're talking about kids, this interrupts their healthy, normal development. Their bodies are growing, it interrupts that, as well as their brain development. So what does this do? This has this sterilizes many child children. It leads to their infertility. It leads to lifelong sexual dysfunction because their sexual organs are not allowed to grow properly, along with bone development problems and uh, uh, cognitive problems, emotional problems. There are many 
And none of this has ever been appropriately scientifically uh, studied or FDA approved. So we'll stop there. These are some of the implications of these regulations go into effect. Bernadette, I just want to jump in. I've got an alarming statistic that, that suicide between children ages 10 and 14 is the second leading cause of death. Do you think that this is contributing to these astronomical horrific numbers? You know, it's really difficult to know cause and effect chicken and the egg. And, and part of the problems with the studies that are out there that the other side uses to say, well, if you don't affirm a child, a child is gonna commit suicide. The problem with all these studies is that they're very short term and they don't establish which is cause, what is causation versus mere correlation. So we really don't know, but what we do know is this, the one long-term study that was done in, in Sweden showed that after full transition to living as, a, as if the opposite sex, the suicide rate skyrocketed in that population we should be doing our children no harm. And, and what we can say is this, our children are experiencing a mental health epidemic. You're absolutely right. The suicide rate across the board for all young people under 20 is the is second leading cause of death and it's skyrocketing as well as many other clinical comorbidities. So we need to be protecting our children. You said something very very key just a moment ago when you said we should be doing children no harm. I think about the medical profession that is a part of this. As medical professionals, I'm confused as to why they would not correlate, like you're saying, the suicide rate with this whole sexual orientation thing that has come out. This is just I don't want to get political, but this is just a, a, a continuous tactic of two centuries of having education set to take children from parents. This is almost like the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, that we would have something like this where a child, listen, as a, as a kid growing up, I had six, I have six brothers. The only girl in the family, me and my mom, we, we had to be warriors, right? So I was climbing trees with my brothers. I was making forts with my brothers. I was riding motorcycles with my brothers. I was riding horses with my... I didn't want to be a boy. I just wanted to hang out with my brothers. You know, so for a girl to even show that may ha have some traits to want to ride motorcycles and do the, do the different things that I did as a kid growing up in the country, how in the world can you take that and say, oh, she must be identifying as a boy? That is craziness. So it's almost like, where are the adults in the room when you have children just being children? Right, right. Well, and that's, that exactly is, is the problem is we're seeing this infiltration of an ideological worldview, an ideological mindset. You know, ideology doesn't necessarily need evidence. It's, yes. it's a matter of faith. It's almost, it really, it's tantamount in many ways to kind of like a religion. And, you know, an ideology it, it propagates itself. And that is, we see that entering into the educational realm into the teachers unions and into some portions of the practice of medicine. And this area is, is one of those. 
Yes. So in terms of talking about what we need to do, go ahead. Well, I was reading some of the articles that you had posted on your website because I've been combing through your website. It's, it's amazing information. Thank you so much. And I have really tried to plug that and had people to go to that. Uh, and early on, we were talking about how I sent out emails. I've sent out two. I'm planning to send out another one this week because I want to keep people aware you have till September the 12th to voice your opinion. And many have, but we need many more. And so one of the things that really is, is, is bothering me, and I think we'll touch on it in our next segment, I'm concerned, you know, in the workplace, when women started coming into the workplace, one of the biggest concerns was sexual misconduct, uh, being sexually harassed, um, discrimination, those types of things in the workplace. I feel like it's almost like a CRT type thing where CRT wants to take us, take us back to the Jim Crow days. I feel like this is wanting to take us back to where a woman being um, sexually harassed, now it's so broad and so, so misguided. Now, if something truly happens to a female, it's almost like, well, it doesn't really matter because I, I identify as a, as a female. So it really doesn't matter if me as a man harass you when I identify as a female. You know, it, I think a lot of times these people don't realize you, you're creating a slippery slope that is going to be a detriment to more than to the, to the women that started Title IX to help us. And now it's like we're going backwards. That's how I feel about that. I could be wrong. No, I think, I, think that, I think you're onto something. You're intuitively onto something. And I know the next segment, I hope that your, your viewers hold on because we're going to talk about what we can do. We have till September 12th to take action on the federal register to register our public comments. So we're going to come back and give you that information. But just to cap this off, what you're talking about is your, your instincts are correct. This, so much of this ideology of the quote unquote diagnosis of children as being gender dysphoric and asserting an, a, you know, an alternative gender is based on regressive stereotypes. Literally, I have seen the instrument, the, the, the questionnaires they give children. I've cross-examined them in court. And it's things, it's questions like, um, do you feel more like a girl or like a boy? And the question, and, and, and I, I ask, you know, well, how does, a, how does a girl feel? Is there only one way to feel? How do you, if I'm a, and if I'm a female, how do I know what a boy feels like? It's all conjecture. Or do you, and or I'll ask about certain activities. Do you like to do this? Or do you like to wear this? How is it that we have, we're now basing the diagnoses and the treatments we're giving children based upon their ability to line up with certain preferences or, or the like, you know, liking certain types of clothing or certain types of activities, that's regressive and that stereo, it's, a, it's a stereotype. We should be getting away from that. Girls should be, there should be strong, athletic, tomboy girls. You know, there should be sensitive, creative boys. And, and on a bit, but male and female remains, however, remains fixed and it's because it's biologically derived. So let me let's say one last thing about the whole feminist issue and, um, and you can tell me where we need to wrap up on, on this segment. 
Um, women, many feminists I'm hearing from, there is a censorship campaign that is going, has been going out against them. I had two conversations in the last week. One is a writer who's a feminist and she was sharing with me how she, her following has been decimated by the censors in social media. If she writes on this issue, her following gets absolutely just shut down. If she writes on something else, she's back up to her tens of thousands. There is, there is an active agenda to stifle um, anyone who is, who is not maintaining the approved narrative on this issue. And it seems like particularly feminists are getting shut down. On the other, I, I will be meeting next week with a feminist whose um, career has been targeted for destruction because she has left the reservation and she's speaking on behalf of girls to say, we've got to stop this. Um, so I, I, I kind of take up for some of those brave feminists that are trying to speak up about this and, and, and are really encountering a very difficult time. But unfortunately, there is a prevailing ideological narrative that has taken hold and, and is in, this, in the Department of Education. And I bring us back to what we need to do for our part to lay the groundwork to, to stop this, uh, th this insanity from, from taking hold in our schools. So hopefully we can talk about that in our next. Let me just do something really, really quick, and then we're just going to let you continue. I just want to remind all of our moms across America that you can get a free constitution. I think uh, reading our constitution can give you a better idea of what your rights are. I think we have gotten away from that. So I want to encourage you to go to getmyconstitution.com, and you can get your free copy of the constitution. Read this with your children. Let them know what their rights are so when things like this come up, they can, they can advocate for themselves in the school setting as well. It is not too early to teach your children the Constitution and their rights. But I want us to go right back into this and talk about more about this impact on women um, with this new wording of Title IX. Well, so that, I, if um, what I would like to make sure we have time for, Vicki, then we'll come back to, to women because that is such an important thing, is what can our, what can our viewers do because obviously girls now impact on women. Girls will not be allowed to demand that their privacy spaces be only set aside for females, all right? That will no longer be allowed under these new rules. They will no longer, they will then be forced to compete in sports against biological males. That is, that is just simply unfair. It is, it's unfair. There are biological differences that cannot be overcome by changing the law. And so what we need to do if we're concerned about the privacy and safety of our girls, if we're concerned about really the well-being of all our children, all our children, and that is especially starting with children that are vulnerable to gender confusion, to, to, to body distress. Very often these are kids who have other mental health comorbidities or maybe on the autism spectrum or just may not fit in so great. And then an activist teacher and I, yesterday, we were on a call yesterday with the mom. An activist teacher then comes along and, and attempts to explain to this child, well, you don't fit in because you're really a boy. Mm -hmm. these, are, these, are, these are 
these are diagnoses, these are mental health interventions that, that educators are not competent or authorized to make. These are, these are things to be, they're to be handled by parents in connection with their mental health uh, professionals, their ministers, whatever the case may be. So what can we do? Between now and September 12th, that is Monday, we all need to go onto the federal register and, and upload or input our comments as to specifically how will these proposed regulations harm our children, violate our parental rights, violate our, free, our children's free speech. Because if a child wants to child another, another, call another child according to their biological reality, your child may be, might be disciplined for violating Title IX. Or are, are you as a teacher, and you want to treat your children truthfully as the boy or the girl that they are, you stand to potentially violate Title IX if that child has asserted a different identity. So for, uh, you know, how would this harm my child's mental health? How would this harm my daughter's, you know, uh, competitive fairness to her? All these different things. We need to get this into the Federal Register. Now, because we... We don't, you know, it, it, that's a very, very long website. We created a page to make it easy. This is not like going to Congress, which we're much more familiar, right? We call our congressmen or whatever the case may be. This is agency rulemaking. But under the law, they're required to receive public comments for a period of time ending, in this case, on September 12th. Then they're required to catalog them and respond, consider them and respond to them. If they do not do that adequately, then that will be foundations for lawyers like us and probably and state attorneys general to sue the Department of Education and to be able to prove to a court that these regulations were arbitrary and capricious. So we need your comments to lay the groundwork to do our part when it's our part to take this on. We created a Title IX page so that you can find the link to the Federal Register we do not mine anyone's um, emails. We're, we don't fundraise, nothing like that. It is simply to give you the link that'll take you right to the Federal Register and it'll be really clear then how to input your comment. We also have several different resources um, on this page along with the explanation of everything I've said. But we have, we have something called comment starters. These are Word documents we've created with the, the heading for the regulations that are, are involved and um, that have prompts for each area of concern that all of us have, so that it prompts you how to tell your own story or provide the evidence that you have researched, or maybe you're a professional and give the input that you can give, whatever the case, or maybe you're a pastor and you're gonna, you, can, you can speak on behalf of multiple families in your congregation, whatever the case may be, you can take these documents, edit them, and then when they, they're done, and you can upload them to the, to the Federal Register website, and you can find all of that through our page, and I'll tell you where that is. That is childparentrights.org forward slash title, T-I-T-L-E dash nine, I-X. One more time, child, C-H-I-L-D, parent, P-A-R-E-N-T, rights. R-I-G-H-T-S dot org forward slash title dash I-X meaning nine. And I hope you all go. Thank you so much for being with us. I know you have 
many interviews and calls and different things that you're doing. We just appreciate you carving out some time to be with us and, and being able to share with our moms uh, here across America. Thank you. Keep us updated as best you can with what's happening because maybe periodically we can still send people information. I will be sending out another email this week to my list, just letting people know it's not the time to sit on your hands. It's time to get up, do something. And it's very simple. Takes you about 10, 15 minutes just to write your comment and send it. We've got to flood this, this uh, area so that people, so they will know, we know what you're doing. <laughs> so, Thank you, Vicki and Kathleen. It's so good to be with you. I do have to run, but Bless you both. And thank you so much for the work that you're doing to get this good information out. Thank you. So Thanks, much. Bernadette. We love you. God bless you and safe travels. We'll All see right. you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. The federal government just reported that the rate of inflation for the last 12 months was eight and a half percent close to a 40-year high. This is Dan Perkins with Blacks and Whites. Prices continue to rise on other commodities besides oil. I ask you, what are you going to do to protect your money and your investment? It's time for you to take a serious look at gold for your portfolio. If you've had enough empty promises and misleading statements by the Biden government, isn't it time for you to take control of your money and your future? Go to blacksandwhites.us and on the home page, click the bar of gold to be taken directly to IRA and Advisors Metals to ask the question, is gold right for me? This is Dan Perkins. There's so many things that we could talk about. I think we have a few more minutes, Kathleen, that maybe we could just share some of our thoughts and our feelings about this. Um, this breaks my heart, you know, that there's so much of an attack uh, on our children, the most vulnerable among us, children. That's why children need parents. That's why parents are there to guide. It is not up to the educational system in America to guide children in such a manner. And I do not understand how people say that they truly care about Americans would do something like this. Uh, I'm very disturbed by it and I'm trying to do everything I can to make people aware. Um, what are some of your thoughts just with what she shared about women and the cases and all of that? I'm trying, Vicki, to understand what that's gonna look like. Uh, to us. I, you know, I'm in a small community. I did call uh, my principal uh, last uh, week and a half ago, um, and he said he was, uh, just had been named Title IX coordinator. Now, there's been coordinators for the colleges and stuff for Title IX, sexual discrimination, but what's this going to look like when your local, uh, you know, oops, excuse me here, um, Sorry here. Um, what's that going to look like in your your school? So we do know that now they're starting to do some gender, you know, neutral bathrooms and things like that. So the best thing I think to do is just to call the superintendent, call your school board. Have you named a Title IX coordinator? And when is that training going to be? And understand what the training is going to be, because once they implement or try to get this in, if we stand back and do nothing. Uh, they will be able to mandate and say, you know what, you might have a very conservative school and you might be against CRT and against these new liberal woke ideologies. And you might say no, but now that you, you can't, 
because you're getting federal funding. And so since you get the money, if you don't do these things, you're not going to get the money anymore. We talked about that a couple of shows ago. You know, it's, it doesn't look good. We've got to follow up is, is my, you know, biggest hit. Call your school, talk to your superintendent because the school board is passing these things and then taking it to the superintendent and then implementing it into your schools through the principal and the Title IX coordinator. It's just like the shows that we talked about, Kathleen, when it was, we were talking about COVID and everything that was happening with COVID and all the money that was coming into all of these schools. For a lot of schools, that was just like, yes, we need this money to do this, that, and the other thing when it was a COVID-related type uh, funding. What bothers me is that I feel like our government is trying to bribe our schools, our families, our children to fall in some type of alignment with something that I always hear these people talk about where you can't legislate morality. Well, what are you doing? You're doing everything you possibly can to not just legislate, legislate morality, but you're legislating immorality. And that is- No, that's, that's right. That's right, Vicki, you're onto it. That is absolutely right. Because what this means is if you go against it, you could be deemed harmful to your child and your child can be taken away by CPS yes. because you're not going along with these mandates because you want the money, you know, so. Yes, and if people go to the website and I put this in my emails when I send it out, but if you go to the website, childparentrights.org forward slash title uh, uh, dash IX, that's exactly what you can read in the, there's a, some articles there. And one is called expand title nine to include sexual orientation and gender identity. I'm telling you folks, this is not just for schools. They're talking outside of school. If you have a neighbor that looks at you and how you may talk to your child or discipline your child, or you're calling little Johnny Johnny and calling him a boy, addressing him like a boy, and he thinks that he heard, he may have heard, uh, he thinks he remembers hearing little Johnny saying he wants to wear a dress, and then all of a sudden they call DHS on you saying, hey, this, this parent here, you know, little Johnny wants to be uh, little Gloria and, and parents are refusing to put a dress on them. Then all of a sudden you're called by DHS and they're taking your child. I'm telling you folks, you may not, you may think I'm just, I'm just being overdramatic. I'm telling you, you need to do your research and it's right there on the website, childparentrights.org forward slash title dash IX. You've got to go and read it. It's going to make your blood boil. What do you got, Kathleen? Yes, it will. I mean, you think that this is kind of outlandish. It's not going to happen in your school, but I'm seeing video after video of counselors, teachers that actually think, she said, uh, teacher activists, they're in there Yes. Being as activists, using their positions in school to uh, exploit their political and, you know, gender ideologies. Um, it's, it's not far-fetched. And we were, we're on it as we always are, moms across America, 
is bringing you the most important updated information so that you don't get blindsided. We don't want that. We need to be ahead of this curve. So you're going to want to go to childparentrights.org. If you just go there too, um, actually the website that Vicki went to, but if you just go to childparentrights.org, it will come all up and it will all be there. Title X, what it is, where it's going. You can look at all that stuff. Again, Vernadette said, yes, comment starter letters for parents, educators, religious leaders. We've got to educate ourselves because you know what? Ignorance is not bliss. No, it's not. It's destructive. And I got to tell you, please go to childparentrights.org. That will give you so much information that you too can send out to your friends and let them know you need to make your comments before September 12th. That is our deadline. If you have not done it, I'm asking you moms, dads, whoever is watching this video, whoever is listening to the audio, please don't sit back on this one. We have got to fight for our children. Our children are our future and we must fight for their rights. So um, that's all for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Moms Across America. And as I always say, Moms Across America, you are America. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.